Today on the Inside Scoop, Alabama's most important prospects in the 2024 cycle, FSU versus Miami recruiting battles. But first, we're talking Colorado recruiting. I spoke to a source this week within the program at Colorado, talked a little bit about their recruiting strategy this offseason, and my biggest takeaway from the conversation is that Florida is going to be a priority for this staff at Colorado. There's connections within the on-field and off-field staff that make Florida sort of a primary state for the Buffaloes this cycle. And they're going after the top prospects in the Sunshine State, the recruits that Nick Saban and the best programs in America are going after. These are the battles Coach Prime wants to be involved in, and he's after the best players in the country this first full cycle recruiting at Colorado. And for the haters and doubters that say Coach Prime can't do it in year one, well, he's already got Cormani McLean and Travis Hunter on the roster. Coach Prime is capable. Cormani McLean comes from powerhouse Lakeland High School. While Travis Hunter, yes, he played his high school football in Georgia, but he's originally from Palm Beach County, Florida. I'm also told Colorado will recruit coast to coast. Spots like Texas, California, Georgia, Louisiana, North Carolina, and Mississippi will be regular stops for the Buffalo coaching staff. Let's bring on national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman. Talk a little Buffalo recruiting here. Sam, you've been talking to recruits this offseason at 7-on-7s, camps, combines. Does Colorado come up in conversations as a spring destination for some of these top prospects that you talk to? Yeah, it's becoming one of the one of the first schools that they that they want to go see. Right now, Colorado still has a lot of appeal. It's still new. Some kids have started to go on campus, and and you spoke about earlier. They've already went into Louisiana and got in a commitment from an on three hundred athlete that SEC teams, Florida, LSU wanted. There's appeal. Kids are are planning their visits. They they are including them in their top fives, their top tens. Deion Sanders put it kind of simply, like we're coming, and it, it just sounds like they really are coming on the recruiting trail. Right now, it's initial interest. And we're, we're seeing commitments. We're seeing Cormani McLean sign. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what the next step looks like. Well, Coach Prime is making Florida a priority. So let's look at who is a priority in the state. Five-star running back Jarrett Gibson. Like I said, he ain't messing around. Five-star wide receiver Jeremiah Smith. Yeah, he's committed to Ohio State. Doesn't matter. Coach Prime's still coming. <laughs> Five-star D lineman David Stone. Four-star corner Charles Lester and four-star wide receiver Chance Robinson start at the top. Now, yes, the first two names on this list probably are extreme long shots, but Coach Prime's going after the number one running back in America, Jarrett Gibson. He's a top 20-ranked player overall. Great vision, explosive runner, has an incredible speed-power combo. That's why the likes of Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, and Miami are all involved here. Let's see if Gibson takes a visit to Boulder. I know Coach Prime is in contact with Jared Gibson. Now the next step is to get him on campus. Now let's look at five-star wide receiver Jeremiah Smith. He's committed to Ohio State. Big-time prospect out of Chaminade Madonna High School down there in Hollywood, Florida. Like Gibson, he's a number one player in his position. He's number two overall, only behind Dylan Rayola. Now, he is taking a few spring visits. He's going to see the school he's committed to, Ohio State. He'll also take trips to Florida and Miami. Now, Coach Prime is going to try to get him in on an official visit. Whether that happens in the spring or summer, we'll keep tabs on it. Moving to five-star defensive lineman David Stone. He's another IMG Academy standout. Sam, what are you hearing about his recruitment to Colorado? 
Colorado would like to get him on campus, and that makes sense. David Stone has kind of known the the surefire contenders in his recruitment for for several months at this point. The Oklahomas of the world, the Michigan State of the world, Ohio State, and Colorado are two teams that are trying to get into the mix and get into the mix quickly. Um, I think he has to see Ohio State. Sounds like he really wants to get out to Boulder, and that you know, along with Michigan State, along with Oklahoma. I expect him to choose from those two, three, four schools, you know, not too far from from now, but probably before his senior season at IMG Academy. Yeah, and then we got four-star DB Charles Lester. He's from Sarasota, only about an hour away from Fort Myers, where Deion Sanders was born and raised. He's the number four-ranked corner in the country. You know Deion likes these top-ranked corners. So he's an FSU lean as it stands now. But do you think Charles Lester is somebody that Colorado is going to get involved with or already is involved with? I would hate to be the person that says no because of the, what you outlined, the, the proximity to where Dion grew up. We're talking about the same position that Cormani McLean plays. Now, Charles Lester, we've talked about his recruitment on this show. He's, he's a bit of a, a Florida State lean, especially, you know, amongst the Floridas and Florida States, the two teams heavily recruiting him in state. Clemson has his attention in a big way. Ohio State will get an official visit this offseason. He does want to get to Colorado. I'm curious if Dion can move the needle with someone like Charles Lester who's already starting to lean in a few directions. Um, his, I don't think anyone's been able to lock him down, but I know he wants to make a decision this offseason. That visible loom is especially large, given, like you said, the ties to Florida. And this is the position that Dion recruits better than anyone else. All right, before we head on down this list, do me a favor, guys. Like this video and subscribe to the On3 YouTube page. We're trying to grow something special here. We want you guys to be a part of it. Go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Appreciate it. Moving on to four-star wide receiver Chance Robinson. He's out of St. Thomas Aquinas, six foot one, 185 pounds. He is a burner, can get behind the defense in an instant if you're not paying attention. Four-star wide receiver Chance Robinson. He's being recruited by Colorado. What are the odds that he makes it out there for a visit? Yeah, I, I think Colorado's a team to watch with Chance Robinson. Like you mentioned, um, he took off after just a fantastic junior season at St. Thomas Aquinas, and it's still really early. He's just starting to figure out the schools that he wants to visit, so he's not leaning in any direction. He's got a lot of interest in Florida. He's got a lot of interest in Texas A&M, and, you know, James Coley recruits the heck out of South Florida. Alabama and Auburn are two other SEC teams that have his attention, but we talked about this earlier. Dion has been able to kind of kick it with some of these SEC teams, seems like Chance has his eyes on the SEC, and it's still early. I think that they'll get him on campus, and I would consider them one of the teams to watch if that visit checks the boxes for him. Yeah, and to piggyback off that, his teammate, four-star running back Stacy Gage, who's been on everybody's recruiting radar since a freshman year when he was at IMG Academy, he's the ninth-ranked running back in the country. Colorado's trying to get him out on a visit. Now, he's already said he'll likely take official visits to Ohio State, Oklahoma, USC, and Alabama. Colorado fighting with Miami and Florida and a few others to lock in that final official visit for Stacey Gage. He could be a big one. And then, Sam, let's go into some other states where Dion's already made a little bit of progress. I'm going to go to the state of Georgia where you got four-star tight end Kalen Fox. He's 6'5". 205, big athletic tight end at Grayson High School there in Georgia. He's already taken a January visit to Colorado, so the Buffaloes are in that recruitment. This spring, he's possibly visiting Miami and UCF. I think he'll get back to Colorado this summer for an official visit, and then around that time, that's when guys are making decisions. So we'll see if Dion can lock down a guy like Kylan Fox 
out of the state of Georgia. Then there's another intriguing name in the state of Texas. Five-star edge Colin Simmons, widely regarded as one of the best pass rushers in America. Are you hearing that Colorado is involved in this one as well? Yeah, you talked about Dion and his ties to the state of Florida. Well, he has also been a, a high school coach for a long time with a lot of Texas-influenced coaches on his staff. And, and Colin Simmons, like you mentioned, the number one edge in the country out of Duncanville, a state state champion powerhouse from the Dallas-Fort Worth area where Dion is so known and, and re highly respected. Um, he's going to get out. And, and, you know, we talked about the SEC, school, SEC schools in the mix with Colin Simmons, with the Georgias, the LSUs. Um, he's been to Texas a ton. He's been to TCU in Oklahoma. But he wants to get out and explore some other options. We know he's going to go to Arizona State next month. Um, there's also been a lot of buzz about him going out to see what Colorado is talking about. Deion Sanders was on the Rich Eisen show and, you know, outlining the kind of recruits that he wants. And, you know, I think it, it just is he wants to go and get these elite pass rushers. He knows where to get them. He knows about Duncanville High School. Um, I think he's quick to forge a relationship with Colin Simmons. And I think Colin wants to go see what all the buzz is about in Boulder as well. He's obviously he's teased a, a commitment early on this year. I don't think we're anywhere close to a commitment. I think he wants to explore his options before he narrows it down to a final, you know, three, four or five schools. And I think he wants to see Colorado first. Well, Coach Prime ain't hard to find, and March is going to be a busy month of visits. The dead period ends on March 1st. Recruits will start hitting visits that weekend and all throughout the month. So we're going to expect to hear a lot more about not only Colorado trips, but other trips to other programs all across the country. Sam, thanks for checking in on the Inside Scoop today. Appreciate you. Miami and Florida State are going at it on the recruiting trail in 2024. The bitter in-state rivals don't always end up battling for the same prospects, but this year there seem to be more head-to-head -head recruitments than usual. Let's bring on Director of Recruiting for On3, Chad Simmons, to talk about which way some of these battleground recruitments are leaning. See the list here. We'll start with five-star wide receiver JoJo Trader, four-star safety Zaquan Patterson, Four-star edge, Dylan Stevenson. Four-star edge, Booker Pickett. And the big man, four-star offensive tackle, Jonathan Daniels. Chad, let's start at the top with wide receiver JoJo Trader. Five-star prospect out of Miami, Florida. Not only one of the most explosive wide receivers in the state, but also in the entire country. The number 11th overall ranked recruit in the on-three consensus. So my question to you, Chad, is which way is JoJo leaning? You know, Josh, I like Miami right now. Obviously, local school. I asked him back in January when I saw him at a 707 event, how many times have you visited Miami? He said, too many to count. Obviously, it's right around the corner. He's right there in Hollywood, Florida, at Chaminade, Madonna, back-to-back -back state champions. And, and, you know, Miami wants to keep him right there, you know, at home in their backyard. I mean, he, he's a program guy that can change things for them and become an instant playmaker uh, for Crystal Ball. Uh, and, of course, FSU's in his top five, so they're very much in this as well. But I like where Miami's at right now. All right, let's let's stay right there at Chaminade Madonna Prep, the number four ranked safety in the country, Zaquan Patterson, another Florida State Miami battle, some other teams involved too. But Chad, on this way, which way are you leaning? Same high school, same lean. University of Miami right here over Florida State. Again, right now he's been there to Tallahassee multiple times, but not as many as a place he calls home, and that's Miami. And he, he calls it has that home feeling to it. Uh, he's been there a lot. He's a very, I would say almost like a personal project uh, for Crystal Ball, a, a very hands-on head coach. And I know he feels that love from the head coach at Miami. 
Guys, if you are a big-time recruiting fan, this is the place to be. Do me a favor right now. Subscribe to the On3 YouTube page, all the latest recruiting developments, and we also have a ton of college football content as well. Let's move on to four-star edge Dylan Stevenson. He's another Miami product at Columbus High School. Number 96 prospect overall. Which way is he leaning? Yeah, this was a little bit closer for me, Josh. If I have to lean one way or the other, I'd probably go Miami because he's, again, down there in Miami. He goes to Columbus. You know, that's obviously Crystal Ball's alma mater. Uh, he wants to keep those guys at home. Uh, when Stevenson put out his top schools, I mean, both, both Florida State and Miami are there. He was at Florida State in January. He plans to be back for the spring game in April. So FSU is very much in this. I think it's a little bit tighter maybe than Patterson and Trader. Uh, but I give Miami that slight edge right now for Stevenson as well. Moving on to edge, Booker Pickett. He's out of Tampa, Florida, Wharton High School. He's the number 82 overall prospect on the on three consensus. Another one between Florida State and Miami. Chad, which way are you leaning on Booker Pickett? Well, I think you have to start at home. Obviously, he's a Miami legacy. You know, his father played D-line for the University of Miami. But believe it or not, he's actually, you know, visited Florida State more than he has Miami. He actually grew up liking Florida State more than he did Miami. I still lean, though, towards uh, the bloodlines. You know, obviously, University of Miami had also an uncle that played at Ohio State. Uh, so he has obviously some rich bloodlines there as far as NFL guys and just college football talent in the family. But I, I do lean towards Miami just because uh, he's a Miami legacy. But I think this was, again, very close. FSU is very much in play. Coach JP, the DN's coach at Florida State, is highly involved, as is multiple coaches, including Jason Taylor at the University of Miami. So slight edge right now leaning towards Miami. Miami with the top 10 class in 2023 right now. Early in February, early in the 2024 cycle, they got a couple of leans heading their way. Let's go to Pensacola, Florida, with the big man Jonathan Daniels. He goes six foot five and athletic, 285. He's at Pine Forest High School, number 152nd overall prospect on the on three consensus. Chad, it's early, but which way you lean in for Jonathan Daniels? I'm going to go the other way this time, Josh. I'm going to go to Florida State. Obviously, he's a panhandle kid uh, in Pensacola. This is Florida State more than anywhere else so far. Been there, I think, four or five times. He's very close with O-line coach Alex Atkins uh, going back to Florida State uh, this spring. Miami just jumped in in January with the offer. Uh, talked to Daniels earlier this week. He said all those schools, in-state schools, are coming hard, including Miami, Florida, and Florida State. But right now, talking FSU versus Miami, I like where the Seminoles are at right now. All right, Chad, I like this segment. I think we're going to check back in on some of these battleground recruitments between FSU and Miami, but also maybe next week do another rivalry group or, or another area of the country. So, Chad, thanks for dropping in on the inside scoop and giving all your intel. We appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks, Josh. See you, Chad. Alabama returned to the top of the recruiting world in the 2023 cycle, bringing home the nation's number one class for the second time in three years. But recruiting never sleeps. Heck, it doesn't even take a break. Nick Saban and his staff are already loading up on 2024 talent. Let's bring on Andrew Bone of Bama Insider to talk about Alabama's most important targets for the 2024 cycle. Which you see at the top, we got a pair of five stars in Williams Winery and KJ Bolden, four-star linebacker Demarcus Riddick, four-star athlete Daniel Hill, and four-star edge Dylan Stewart round out the list. Bone, 
Let's start at the top. Williams Winery is the number one defensive lineman in America, and Alabama is in on his recruitment. Where do things stand? I think the biggest thing with Alabama uh, you know, is getting uh, Williams on campus for a visit. And uh, you know, as of right now, he does say he has said that he does plan on visiting Alabama uh, this spring or maybe even early in the summer. Has not officially set a date just yet, but you know, we know that Alabama has been talking to him for a while. They offered him scholarship over a year ago, so I know he's really excited about getting down to Tuscaloosa. You know, Alabama had some success. Uh, recruiting in the Midwest uh, this past recruiting class, uh, landing a couple of top-name guys, including Caden Proctor, who they flipped away from uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes, and then also getting a, another defensive lineman in the state of Missouri, Edric Hill. So they would love to get another defensive lineman, especially of the caliber of williams Nawari. 2023 defensive line recruiting, they did really well, but only signed four guys. I think they want to get that number up a little bit more, maybe sign five or six guys on that defensive front in this 2024 recruiting class, and he's certainly one of the guys that they would love to add uh, in this recruiting cycle. Another big-time player that Alabama's in on is five-star safety K.J. Bolden, ranked as the number one safety in America and the number four overall player. K.J. Bolden's out of the state of Georgia. Is Alabama a player here? Well, they definitely are. I don't know if they're in that top two right now. They've been in that top two in the past, but I think they've kind of fallen off just a little bit. But he does plan on returning uh, to Tuscaloosa here in March. He just said that a few days ago, so we're expecting a, uh, a big visit from him. I think one of the biggest questions heading into this recruiting class with uh, K.J. Bolding or this recruiting cycle with K.J. Bolding is which position is he going to play at the next mm -hmm. level? Is it going to be a wide receiver? Is it going to be a safety? And, you know, one of my last conversations with him, he said it wasn't really sure that he was hoping to make that decision uh, here this spring. But I know a lot of uh, you know, a lot of schools are basically recruiting him as an athlete in Alabama. One of those programs that says, hey, you know, you can play just about any position you want to for us. We want to recruit you. We like you a lot. We've seen the success that Alabama's had uh, at Buford High School over the last few years. They want to continue that tradition and uh, and land some more guys. And obviously they're going to be loaded for, for years to come. But K.J. Bolden certainly one of those guys. They really hope to add in this class. Safety is going to be one of those interesting positions for Alabama this year just because of the success that they had in that 2023 class with guys like uh, Caleb Downs, Tony Mitchell, uh, Bray Hubbard. Uh, how are they going to do in this class? Are they going to be able to get some big names? Uh, K.J. Bolden certainly one of those guys that they hope that they can land. Yeah, big-time recruitment. And another one that they might have to make up some ground in is four-star linebacker Demarcus Riddick, one of the best players in the Southeast, one of the best linebackers in America, but he's already committed to Georgia. What's going on with his recruitment to Alabama? Well, Alabama just recently offered him. He did not get an offer before January. So this is a guy that you know is starting to, uh, to get a lot of attention from the Alabama coaching staff. Did not camp in Tuscaloosa last summer. So that's kind of a big thing with, with Nick Saban. He wants to see in camp, work out with you, and then make that decision on if they're going to offer. But I think after you know, going through the winter evaluations, you know, stopping by his high school back in January, I think they decided that he certainly was good enough to extend an offer to. Now they're starting to, uh, you know, to really recruit him, trying to get him on campus for a visit. You know, Alabama's been able to uh, to flip some kids that have been committed to Georgia in the past, including uh, Rockwes McElderry, who's now known as Rock Montgomery, an Alabama offensive lineman. Uh, so they were able to do that last year, and he was an in-state kid. Will they be able to do that in this class? Probably a little bit more of a challenge, but I think the biggest thing right now is for Alabama to get him on campus for a visit, develop that relationship. Kevin Still 
Austin Armstrong, is, as long as he feels comfortable with those guys, I think Alabama's going to have a chance. Yeah, I wouldn't put DeMarcus Riddick on flip watch just yet, but we do know Alabama's going to pick up their recruitment of him, and we'll see what happens down the road. Another really intriguing prospect is Daniel Hill. He's a four-star athlete out of Mississippi. I know Alabama's recruiting him on the offensive side of the ball here. <laughs> That's right, and he's a big dude. I mean, this is a six foot, six foot one, two hundred twenty five pound athlete. Yeah. That, you know, a lot of people probably rank him as an athlete. A lot of people probably assume that he's going to end up being a linebacker at the next level. But you know, Alabama really likes him at, at running back, and that's the position they've recruited him at for a long time. He worked out at Alabama's camp last summer, and that's when they first really started showing a lot of interest. Of course, there were some guys that they were trying to recruit in the 2023 class and get those guys signed uh, you know, with uh, Richard Young and also Justice Haynes. Now that those guys are signed and Justice Haynes are already on campus, now you can kind of focus on your running backs in this 2024 class. Daniel Hill is certainly one of those guys that they hope to add. And you know, His father may have played at Mississippi State. After a recent conversation with Daniel Hill uh, with Bama Insider, he said you know, his father's really pressing him to go to Alabama. So we'll see if that ends up happening. But he's certainly one of Alabama's top overall targets, certainly a guy that does not have to wait until a little bit later on to showcase his talents in front of Nick Saban because Nick Saban knows what he's all about. He's already worked out in front of Coach Saban, so he's certainly one of those guys that's high on the recruiting board and uh, can commit at any time he wants. Yeah, that's important. That The, the all-important workout for Coach Saban, that's how you really know if your offer is committable. Let's move on to four-star edge Dylan Stewart. We like him here at On3. He's our number one edge on the consensus. He's number four, but nonetheless, Dylan Stewart is one of the top pass rushers in America. What does Alabama like about him? Well, I mean, you know, just like you said, I mean, he's one of the best pass rushers in the country. And, you know, Alabama has been able to have a lot of success uh, at that position in the last few years. They, they used to not be known for that. You know, you used to see all these pass rushers go elsewhere. Alabama could never get these guys right. uh, in the fold. And then they started having a lot of success. Guys like Tim Williams and Terrell Lewis and Christian Miller. And then it ends up helping recruit guys like Will Anderson and yeah. Dallas Turner. And you see the success that they have. And uh, you know, obviously, this past recruiting class, they signed some uh, some pretty big names of Yonze Pierre, Keon Keeley. So they want to continue that you know, tradition of you know recruiting elite guys and, and continuing to add depth at that position. Um, you know, he's certainly a guy that they really have high interest in. He's coming to Tuscaloosa uh, here in a couple weeks, uh, his first visit with the Tide on March 4th. It's also an area that Alabama's had a lot of success recruiting in the past. Not as much last year, so I think that's going to be a you know in that DMV area they're going to really hit that area hard in this 2024 class led by uh, Traveris Robinson who did such a great job recruiting Alabama in year one. So let's see how year two is going to be for uh, for Coach T. Rob. It's early, but Andrew Bone, I got you on the inside scoop. You're the best Alabama insider out there, so I got to ask you, who would you consider a must get for Alabama in 2024? You know, anytime I always talk about these must-get players, I always think of, you know, what are the most critical positions in the recruiting class? And we went into this recruiting cycle thinking a cornerback is definitely very important. Uh, Alabama already has a five-star at that position in, in Jalen Mbakwe. That's a huge get for the Crimson Tide. We've seen the success uh, that Julian Sang's having, and he's already committed. Perry Thompson, you know, another outstanding athlete. Sterling Dixon, I mean, the recruiting class is already off to a tremendous start, but I think you can, can still continue to add some top talent uh, in the defensive backfield. Uh, Xavier Brown uh, out of Mater Day High School out in California. Corian Gibson, certainly two guys that are high on Alabama's wish list. 
at the cornerback position. And then you know, on the offense side of the ball, uh, I think tight end still remains a top priority for Alabama. They'd love to get at least one more, you know, elite guy there. Uh, Trey Des Green uh, out of Louisiana, you know, big athletic uh, tight end, also a basketball player. Certainly one of the guys that's high on Alabama's recruiting board early on in this uh, cycle. So we'll see if Alabama is able to, you know, continue to meet their needs. And those are certainly some of the key targets that they're going after uh, in this class. All right, Andrew Bone, the last thing I got for you is what's your early impressions of Alabama's new coordinators, Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele, as it pertains to the recruiting trail? I think with Kevin Steele, it's going to be kind of interesting because he's coming back. He kind of knows how Nick Saban likes right. to work, how he likes to recruit. And throughout the entire spring, it's more about evaluations rather than taking, uh, taking a lot of commitments. They're a little bit slower out of the gate. Nick Saban has a little bit of a method to uh, to his madness and how he likes to so. evaluate recruit guys. Kevin's still probably going to be the exact same way. Well, now with Tommy Reese, you know, he's already starting to reach out to a lot of different guys. We've got a great feature on uh, on Bama Insider, you know, going through Tommy Reese's recruiting territories that he's going to be responsible for for Alabama in this um, in this cycle, which is going to include some of the areas that he's pretty familiar with, Chicago. The Midwest, um, you know, the Northeast a little bit. He's also going to recruit Tuscaloosa some. But, you know, we talk about some of the top guys in those areas that uh, Alabama's already going after. And I certainly think, uh, you know, Kevin Steele, you know, being at Auburn for a few years, mm-hmm. uh, also coaching at Alabama. He knows the state of Alabama pretty well. We're going to see him more so uh, in the eastern part of the state, recruiting in that central Phoenix City area, uh, uh, Troop County, uh, Auburn area. He's going to hit that area pretty hard because there's some top talent uh, over there and also on the uh, uh, on the South Carolina coast. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of how these guys uh, you know, are able to uh, to establish themselves quickly in Tuscaloosa. But obviously having the, uh, the name brand Alabama and, and Nick Saban behind you certainly does, uh, doesn't hurt. No, it, it does wonders on the recruiting trail. So, well, thank you for checking in. You know, Alabama's about to turn this up. So I wanted to get a little Alabama talk on the inside scoop before they start loading up. But like you said, they're off to a great start. Thanks, Andrew Bone, for checking in on the inside scoop. Thank you for watching. Make sure you smash that subscribe button for me. And remember to check out all the videos on the On3 YouTube page.